expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon, I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. In Taiwan News, the TIEX opened down 40 points this morning from Friday's close at 16,941 on turnover of 4.8 billion NT. The market closed in negative territory for five consecutive trading weeks last week and dropped below the 17,000-point mark on Friday amid investor concern the government will not extend its tax incentives for day trading. Analysts say Friday's losses showed fragile market sentiment amid worries over the end of government tax incentives for day trading and putting pressure on both tech and old economy stocks. Another batch of Moderna coronavirus vaccines purchased directly from the manufacturer has arrived in Taiwan. The batch of 249,600 doses arrived at Taoyuan International Airport from Luxembourg on a China Airlines cargo plane. It's the second batch to have been delivered to Taiwan this month, following the delivery of 99,600 doses on August 8th. Both batches are part of an order placed by the government directly with the drug maker for 5.05 million doses. The latest delivery means that Taiwan has now received a total of 1,499,200 doses of the Moderna vaccine directly from the manufacturer, and 2.5 million Moderna doses donated by the United States in June. The Council of Agriculture says agricultural losses due to recent torrential rainfall now stands at 577 million NT. Farmers in central and southern parts of the island sustained the heaviest crop and livestock losses and equipment damage. With Jai County being the hardest hit area, the losses there are currently being estimated at 125 million NT. Kaohsiung City and Nanto County have estimated losses of around 106 million NT. While Pingdong, Yunling, and Zhonghua counties, as well as Tainan City, have all sustained agricultural losses of more than 40 million NT. Papaya, guava, and peanut crops have been the hardest hit. In international news, the Taliban have breached Afghanistan's capital, Kabul, and the government has collapsed just weeks before the U.S. is due to withdraw all of its troops from the country. Jagrdi Davi reports in Washington. Thousands of British and American troops are arriving in Afghanistan's capital to help with evacuation efforts. The remaining U.S. diplomats who were planning to stay at the embassy in Kabul are being moved to the airport. On Sunday, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken rejected comparisons between the situation in Afghanistan to the fall of Saigon at the end of the Vietnam War. Speaking to CNN's State of the Union, he defended the U.S.'s drawdown of military personnel. Had we not begun that process, which is what the president did uh, and the Taliban saw, 
then we would have been back at war with the Taliban. The Biden administration is facing criticism for the deterioration of the situation in Afghanistan. Afghan President Ashraf Ghani has left the country, and Taliban commanders say they've seized the presidential palace but claim they want a peaceful transition of power. The death toll from the magnitude 7.2 earthquake that struck Haiti is now soaring as rescuers race to find survivors ahead of an approaching tropical rainstorm. Authorities on Sunday raised the casualty toll to at least 1,297 dead and 5,700 injured. Thousands more are displaced from their destroyed or damaged homes. The devastation could soon worsen with the coming of Tropical Depression Grace, which is predicted to reach Haiti tonight, bringing the potential for heavy rain, flooding and landslides. And finally, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau triggered an election Sunday as he seeks to win a majority of seats in Parliament. His Liberal Party fell just short of that two years ago and must rely on the opposition to pass legislation. The election comes as Canada is experiencing a new wave of COVID-19 cases driven by the Delta variant of the coronavirus. Trudeau has lost some popularity during his second term, but his government's handling of the pandemic has been widely viewed as successful. More than 71% of eligible Canadians are fully vaccinated, and over 82% have received at least one dose. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun.